Hello everybody and welcome back to, after a very long hiatus, nearly 10 months, to a new episode of the Board Gamer Podcast. My name is Tim, and sorry for the very long hiatus, like I said, 10 months, um, life got in the way. I started a new job at the time that I started this podcast, and with the way the job is, it took a very long time for me to get used to it, and with things ramping up at the time period of the uh, academic year, because I work in higher ed, uh, it took a lot of time away from me and it made me incapable of running this podcast so three episodes and I was gone for 10 months so I wanted to come back and start on a topic that I wanted to do a video a podcast on back when I started all of this and that's on Ubisoft as a whole Uh, I believe in one of the older podcasts I mentioned how much of a fan of Ubisoft I am and the fact that I have played just about everything that I can get my hands on on there is that includes the entire Far Cry franchise, uh, The Division, which is just two games, Watch Dog, which is just two games, Assassin's Creed, um, Splinter Cell. So I wanted to dive into those games, uh, talk about my favorites, talk about the franchises, um, and just get into the nitty gritty because I consider myself the Ubi boy because I have pretty much painted myself as Ubisoft can do no wrong if the game comes out and it's like trash as... Uh, Far Cry Primal was considered bad. Um, New Dawn was not considered that great. Unity was considered broken as hell. Um, People got really upset about Odyssey because of the uh, way they handled the RPG mechanics. So I wanted to get on here and just talk about the franchises and how I feel about them as a whole considering I am a super fan that will buy and play everything they make for the most part. I say that for the most part because one of their franchises that I've never gotten myself into was Rayman. I've never played a Rayman game. I tried one time. I think it was Rayman Legends, and I just I couldn't get into it. It's a, it's a side-scroller. It's nothing like everything else they make. So it is, to me, considered something very outside the realm of shit that they actually produce that I'm into. So the longest franchise that I'm aware of that they have is Assassin's Creed. Now, Assassin's Creed has to be by far my favorite franchise that's so long running because that came out in early, sorry, late 2007, uh, specifically November 7. So that franchise has been going on for 13 years now, and it has to be my all-time favorite just because of the um, shift and gameplay that they've done since then to now with the perfection of their sort of linear non-RPG um, run around, do collectibles, here's a story, here's some upgrades, get new clothes style gameplay all the way up until Syndicate to their new, well Syndicate has some RPG elements, but to their new RPG elements through Origin and Odyssey. So, do I have a favorite that I can guarantee is my favorite? Yes, because it is refined to the point that it gives you the original experience to the gameplay style that they provided from the get-go, I would have to say it's Unity. And the reason why I say that is because I got into Unity after it had already been out. I didn't buy that game until long after it had already existed. Okay, so it's not like I got into that day one and after all the bugs I, I liked it no no I did not like it at, at I did not get it and 
play it at launch when it was broken. That was not a game that I was from the gate playing. So I played after all the fixes, all the problems, all of the issues that they had with it. I was I was well past that. So Unity, because it's the refined experience from Assassin's Creed 1, 2, Brotherhood, Revelations, 3, Black Flags, Unity, Rogue, and Syndicate, that's why I have that as my favorite. Now, outside of that, just as a favorite, it's the Ezio trilogy, because Ezio's story has to be by far the best experience ever. And I do love that it spanned three games, because you get to experience a very well-developed character from the um, spawn of his creation to his death you get to see it all unfold and that's impressive that they were able to do that for three games but you never experience that again there's not a single game that allows you that experience it's always just one character one character one character and the fact that they brought back um, Altair and I don't know if sure it was in two or three but you actually get to play him for a bit that's cool so if I want to say altogether, one through Revelations are my favorites because one started all for me, and I don't think I got it in 2007 when it launched. I think I got it maybe 2008, 2009 because I own it on 360. There's no way for me to tell when I purchased it, but as a singular game, just because it's the most refined Unity, because of what it is, it's it's uh, the Ezio trilogy. Between Origins and Odyssey, which one do I like more? Honestly, I love Greek mythology, but <laughs> Origins was so cool, and they did so well on how they managed the Egyptian uh, mythology. I I never really dived that well into it. I never really looked that deep into Egyptian mythology, and watching those games that game's handling of Egyptian mythology is just so cool. And anyone who uh, is a fan of mythology like myself, that is definitely a game to get yourself into um, and experience the world of Egypt and their mythology and the um, behavior of the ancient times for them because it's it's really cool. Um, how gods are handled, um, especially in a polytheistic religion society where you have more than one, is it's really neat. So that would be my favorite out of those two. My least favorite? Uh, I'm I'm kind of playing it... Well, no. I was just going to say three. But... I've played them all. I'm replaying one... I've, I'm replaying most of them on uh, PC right now because I want to have record of me having played and beat all of them on PC. Because um, most of these I've played either on 360 or PS4. I've replayed already Assassin's Creed 1, 2, Brotherhood Revelations, working on 3, Liberation, which is its DLC, Black Flags, um, Freedom Cry, which is its DLC, is now standalone, and Unity. I've already played Rogue Syndicate, Origins, and Odyssey on PC. So, having experienced all of them in their entireties, Rogue would have to be my least favorite because... It's not the story. The story is fine. I actually liked the assassin turning um, Templar in the way they handled it. Three's overall is what drove me nuts, but it was the 
gameplay of Rogue because it was like Black Flags, but it was a little bit more broken. If we want to get into what standalone Freedom Cry kind of was shit, it was really short. You could beat the game in six to eight hours. It was it was not anywhere near like a full length experience for Assassin's Creed that they typically offer. So. If I'm talking about just the canons that I'm looking at now, because I have my full Uplay library up, I would have to... S no, yeah, I'd have to say three. Three. As, a, as an overall game, three is my least favorite, and that's still liking three. Like, three is still fine. It's still a good game. But I don't hate the others as much. Syndicate was still a great game. I just didn't like how they handled having two characters. It didn't feel like they gave enough to either one. You kind of... I wouldn't say you had to pick one you liked the most, but it just it didn't really stay stagnant on this is how it is. These are this is the characters. Here's a full delve into the character development of both. It didn't really give you that much for them. It was just a brother and sister doing the assassin thing. It wasn't here's their individual stories really well defined. It was like they already had them and you didn't really continue with them. In my opinion, they didn't really do much character development between the two it was just here they are have your fun <clears throat> and to not give you much more on them than here two characters get to play as brother and sister which gives you the option quote-unquote gives you the option to play male or female you play both regardless of how you feel about it whether you want to or not it's not like i gave a damn i mean it's not, i'm not one of those moronic people that are like oh i gotta play a female character dude one of my favorite ps4 games of all time is uh horizon zero dawn <laughs> and aloy is one of the coolest characters that sony has provided in my opinion um through her story through her development uh her personality as she grows and learns of the old world and not considering um the beings from before as like deities because they do that with the giant uh crawler creature thing with the massive tendrils can't remember what it's called it's been a long time since i played it my mom's playing it now i can't remember the names for all these things but they consider them deities because it's an old society to them that they don't understand the technology so her development her knowledge and her understanding of everything from the beginning of the game to the end is really cool way off topic so <clears throat> That's my opinion on these Assassin's Creed games. I love them. Uh, I think my main reason for loving them is individual character developments, which are cool. Like I said, Syndicate didn't have that, which is one of the things that bothers me. But the big thing that I love about these Assassin's Creed games is experiencing worlds that you never will see again. You're never going to see old Masayaf. You're never going to see old Istanbul. You're never going to see old Italy most of that stuff is completely changed to modern times and it's not going to look the same or be the same and seeing those societies then seeing the worlds of the time old architecture is a fascination of mine and seeing very old buildings in modern times is interesting to me so that's why i think i really would like to go to europe for one of the main reasons is because buildings back in the time are so ancient and seeing those buildings is so neat so I need to stop saying so. On to Far Cry. This is a hard franchise for me to pinpoint one I really, really love. Uh, I can give you my worst, which is Far Cry 1. 
linear experience wasn't that well refined of a shooter of its time it wasn't that great I think it had a fan base, but I do believe Ubisoft did a smart move on switching to open world on 2. 2 was, at the time of its launch, phenomenal for the content that they provided, the length of game they had. Yes, repetitive, but that was like one of the first of its kind. For that open world, you do your own thing and and, and get shit done, that was really cool. No, that's not my favorite. I have a hard time debating between 3 and 4. I want to say 5 because I can relate to all that. Not that I relate to the family, but I can relate to it being a homegrown thing. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's and on American soil. On American. I, I kind of can get that more than I can get the others. But between 3 and 4, I have a hard time debating on the 2. But... If I had to choose between them because they had similar characteristics, I gotta say three. And I'm going to be replaying it soon. I do believe out of the Far Cry games, that is one. Yes, I will be replaying two, three, four, and five, and New Dawn for PC. So that opinion might change and when i finally do get around them which will be a while because i gotta do three liberation black flags freedom of cry and unity before i can touch the others i did start on far cry 2 but then i stopped because i was like well this is gonna take me forever to get down get done with this one i might want to finish Assassin's creed games because by the time i get done with two which i think takes 60 70 hours i can get through at least to black flags or shit i can get through to freedom cry and get almost to unity so I needed to I needed to stop playing too and then worry about the Assassin's Creed games, but I'm just getting a little burnt out, which can happen with any franchise, no matter how much you love it. I've been playing all of them since the first one, and I got these games back in I don't know June, maybe beginning July. It's August 16th at the time of this recording, so I'm talking like a month and a half, probably a month and a half, honestly. Thinking about it now, yeah, it was right before I started. It was right when I started going back into the office because we were working from home for a while. So I've been running just nothing about Assassin's Creed except for the handful of games I got in the last two weeks straight. So I think it took me two weeks to get through one, two Brotherhood and Revelations. And then Ghost of Tsushima came out. I played and beat that. And then I'm back on uh, Assassin's Creed 3. So it took me two weeks to burn through three games, four games of Assassin's Creed and get into the third one. And I well burnt out on that. You know, it's, it's, it's a long franchise to delve into and complete as quickly as I am currently. Uh, which is why I'm waiting for the holiday. Cause I really want to just full force run to them as fast as possible. However, cyberpunk is coming out and that's really going to ruin some things for me, but that is okay, because I'm super excited for that game to come out. So, I would currently say 3 is my favorite, but honestly, I am really struggling between 3 and 4. So, let's just say right now, it's a, it's a stalemate between those two. My least favorite, uh, between Primal, New Dawn, 5, 4, 3, and 2, because we're going to skip out on 1. 1, of course, like I said, is the worst, but if we're talking about the new system, the new gameplay style, the open world experience... <clears throat> Do we have to add Blood Dragon? I mean, it is a standalone purchase. If that's the case, it's Blood Dragon. I did not like that at all. The DLC for New Dawn, no, the new DLC for 5 was trash. 
but that's DLC. Blood Dragon is a whole separate thing. Like I'm looking at my my games list on Uplay, and it's considered a separate entity. So if we're considering that a separate entity, like Uplay is doing, Ubisoft is doing, Blood Dragon is my worst. Next up from that, I want to say New Dawn. I know a lot of people don't like Primal. I get the reason why they don't like Primal, but Primal's so fun for me. How else am I going to experience the con- the feeling of being a beefy Cro-Magnon man taking a fully upgraded spear and just vaulting that thing at someone in the chest at a downwards angle or an upwards angle from below and watching them fly about 100 feet up and over into the air and in the ground or against a tree. Pen them fuckers from the neck into the tree. That's so cool. That's so badass. And it makes you feel very powerful. So that's the reason why I love Primal more than, I will say, New Dawn or Blood Dragon. So yeah, Blood Dragon will be my worst. will be the worst out of all of them. New Dawn next. I'd say two. Uh, below Primal. And then five. And then either three or four. Like I said, we're not even going to talk about one. I, I can't even I can't even begin to contemplate considering one as a good one because of a how old it is. B it doesn't have the same gameplay style. But three C it's just not that great. It's I never really got into them. That one instinct, instinct predator, or predator instinct, whichever how they however they organized the uh, the wording on it. Those games weren't good. I, I just I just couldn't I, I could never I never finished any of them I honestly could never finish one of them they were not that great in my opinion so I didn't really care when two came out Far Cry became a thing for me so even if I love Ubisoft games altogether there are things I do have to draw the line at that would be it especially considering the fact that's no longer the franchise style I mean I'm looking at the list you got two three Blood Dragon four five New Dawn Primal. It's a whole other world with Far Cry now. You you completely void out the existence of the first one, though. I still bought it because I wanted it on my list of games I own. But <clears throat> that's just my necess- my need to own everything that's Ubisoft, which is stupid beyond all reason. But eh, what are you gonna do? Next thing, Ghost Recon. Now I'm going to make some clickety clacking noises here real quick. 46 in total Ghost Recon games that have existed that I'm seeing on their list of Ubisoft games on the Wikipedia because I think God for two monitors. It is not something that I can easily pinpoint what my favorite of that franchise is. I need to get my hands on some of these, honestly. As I'm looking at I realize I don't own every single one that I wanted in the first place, so I'm an idiot for even considering the fact that I did own them all. However, I'm looking at just the open world experiences that they offer right now, and the open world experiences they offer right now. Oh, Phantom. I forgot that game existed, which was their multiplayer game. I wonder if that's available now. It's still being played, but it came out like 15, 2015, 2014. I passed it. should be able to tell you all. Uh, 2014, April 10th. Oh, just for my birthday. So between Wildlands and Breakpoint, which one did I enjoy the most? Ignoring the brokenness that is Breakpoint, which makes sense because it's called Break. Wildlands is better. 
the world was better. The plot was better. Um, it was just people. This whole robots and drones things kind of gets on my nerves a, a bit. Um, I do have a hard time really loving those games and diving into them. Um, just on the simple fact that it's an overdone concept now with futuristic stuff. And I get why people have an issue with futuristic stuff. Like it, it's, it is, everything is tech based. You can't go back, but so much though, if they had more open world RPGs, like take Assassin's Creed, make an RPG and throw it back in the day into one of those worlds, ancient Egypt, ancient Italy, ancient Rome, ancient China, ancient Japan, like, like Ghost of Shima did. That stuff is so cool. And I would love a do your own, live your life thing in like um, the Edo period when Tokyo was called Edo, I, I believe. So games like that would be sick. And I wish they would kind of delve into that a bit more, but I don't think they're going to. Um, a lot of things just get futuristic or fantasy. I love futuristic and fantasy. If you look at all the games that I own, it's nothing but futuristic and or fantasy. But I would love games that showed the world back in the day with amazing visuals, amazing storytelling, and fantastic RPG mechanics. And I don't even know what kind of RPG mechanics it would be. Like, shit, I'll take a something like like an Animal Crossing or a... Uh, Harvest Moon or uh, something where you, you build a life for yourself. You you have your house like a Sims in a way. Like like it's you create a new life in that time period and you live that life in that world. That those jobs, that food, the the industry, the the people, how how life was back then, like that would be cool. Because how else you can experience what society and what the world was like in a time so far back that no one's ever going to know about. So things like that would be kind of neat. So Sorry for a little rant. Between Breakpoint and Wildlands, I like Wildlands. I love the world. I love the characters, the enemies, because the characters are really not talked about. But the bad guy was really cool. I really loved going after a cartel-like uh, villain. Uh, that really interested me a lot um because if i was going to go into criminal justice which i do have the degree for that would be it honestly it'd be dea i would be going after them because that seems like the most interesting job for me um when it comes to those kinds of gigs and wildlands provides that and i love the way gameplay was handled there it doesn't seem like they kept that refined experience in breakpoint they tweaked the gameplay to where it does not feel the same. And ignoring the brokenness of Breakpoint, I just don't see it as the better of the two. Wildlands is still the better. Even if they refine Breakpoint, I think I still consider Wildlands better. It was just the aesthetic, the world, um, how the environment is handled and how the enemies are handled, how the main bad guy is handled. I, I just still think that Wildlands will probably always be superior. On to the division. The franchise pisses me off. I say that because two pissed me off for the sole fact that they went to a terms of service. 
kind of gameplay. I don't like terms. I don't like uh, ga games as a service. Jesus, games as a service type gameplay. I don't like it. Um, I don't like Destiny Two. I don't like Siege. I don't like games like League and stuff. I, I which I don't think those are those are probably like games as a service. I'm just an idiot on those. I don't like games like that because. I'd like to play a game, experience it, and be done with it. And the fact that they put that games as a service shit into the first, the single player experience for someone like myself who plays that game alone, that's what drove me nuts about too. Because I played the first DLC, loved it. Play the second DLC where you go back to New York. And when they made the continuation from DLC 2 and on, it became games as a service. And I was like, this is for a single player experience. Why are you making this games as a service? As if you're going to force people to have to play together in squads and run through the repeat missions that we've already done, the zones we've already completed, the, the locations we've already gone through and force us to go through them all over again. I, I, I got so annoyed with the fact that it was like that, that I gave up on it. I literally just stopped playing it and installed it. Like I was like, okay, I'm done. This is, this is what they're doing to it. Okay, I don't care. <clears throat> if 3 comes out, I don't know if I'll play it. It depends on where they continue the story from. Like if 3 is continued after the true ending of 2 when the game ends, then maybe it just depends on how they handle the story for 3 after 2. Because if it's after all the games as a service stuff, I'm might not care but i'm concerned about that because it's a franchise i loved and i loved it in one so obviously this means i liked one better than two because it was grounded isolated experience the new york aesthetic was really cool the winter aesthetic it was really cool the two together was phenomenal so honestly it was because of refined combat and just the environment looked neat i loved like winter new york and how that played into the gameplay but I don't want to sit here and get pissed off about games of service because honestly I'll just never like them and they ruined that with two for me so however they handle three's story is really gonna change my experience altogether so off of that on to watchdogs which is honestly the last of the franchises that I'm getting into there's also splinter cell which I guess I need to get into that as well but I don't own them on PC only because they don't have, I want to say it is Pandora Tomorrow or Chaos Theory that's not available on Uplay. So one of those does not exist on Uplay and that upsets me because why would you not have one of your second or your third game available on the platform that you provide games on. And that's something I have to dive into and figure out, like, where the hell is it? Why is it not here? How do I get my hands on it? Do I have to ISO file it? Like, I don't know what's, what's going on. So, currently, there's no way to get it. Which sucks. But I digress. So, let's talk about Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs 1 on launch, yes. I will agree with everyone, whether you love the game or hate the game, it did not do as well as I had hoped it would. When I got done with the game, and this is after all the patching, this is after all the uh, fixes, I did 100% beat that game. I played it, finished it, 
I loved it. I actually did like the game. I did the DLC. I, I liked Watch Dogs. I loved that world. I loved the ability. I liked Aiden Pierce. It was great. No, it was not up to par with what everyone thought it was going to be. And no, it, it was not the game we were expecting it to be. Especially graphically. Now, is that a small gripe? Honestly, yes. You could ignore that and just move on with the gameplay. Because graphics don't mean everything. Look at Minecraft. Are graphics important there? No. But at this point, would you consider Mojang a AAA company? Probably not. So I'll give you that. But do graphics mean everything? Look at Rayman. Rayman is not a phenomenal, graphically amazing game. It's a side-scroller. It's a AAA company. Produced a not-AAA graphic-looking game. It is a side-scroller in indie, just like Ori in The Will of the Wisp. I mean, are you going to sit here and talk semantics like those games have to look AAA? How do you AAA appearance a side-scrolling game? Like, it could be cel-shaded. It could be... 32-bit pixelated, it'd still be great. Carrion is phenomenal, and that's made by Devolver, who at this point I would say is a AAA developer. I mean, especially after the success of Fall Guys, Jesus. Something I will be getting my hands into uh, heavy eventually. I did play this with my friends for a few hours one day and, and leveled up quite a bit. Game's fun. Highly recommend it. So, between one and two, which one do I like more? Character-wise? One. Aiden Pierce, in my opinion, is better than Marcus, I think is his name. I I don't fully remember. It has been some time since I played it. I don't even know. Can I see my playtime? When did I last do this? It took me 36 hours to beat this game 100%. And i can't see when i complete everything no okay 2018 here we go finished the last mission march 2018 that's when i beat it so it's been over two years so i think it's marcus but i could be wrong either way the character on two was not a highly developed character I mean, he had development, but it was very short-lived. It wasn't as in-depth. It wasn't... I don't know how to explain it. It wasn't to the extent that Aiden Pierce's story was. You gave him background. You gave him purpose. You gave him the reasons for his actions and why he would go so far in them. There were things in that man's story that gave cause and reason to everything so that is my reasoning for thinking one is better than two in the context of that gameplay two is phenomenal it it refined everything from one i mean it's the next game god i hope it is better um but that being said it's it's a better game sorry gameplay wise character wise of the main character i would have to say it is one so it really depends on what you're looking for. Overall, though, if I had to tell you to, to play one or the other and you have only one option, two. Because gameplay means more than most things now. I mean, story could be bad. But look at, like I said, Minecraft's a good example. 
What story? It's one of those do your own things that there's no story. Gameplay is what matters. And the gameplay is more fun and more enjoyable and more important on survival-based games than as anything else. If gameplay is enjoyable for a game that's supposed to be story-driven, like Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, Watch Dogs, Division, Breakpoint, or Division or Ghost Recons, Splinter Cells, it really depends on the gameplay and whether or not the gameplay is actually enjoyable. That, in my opinion, means that the game is worth the time to delve into. If the gameplay is trash, then the p- game is pointless. What's the point of the game if the you can't enjoy playing? Like, The story's cool, but the plot... The story's cool, but the gameplay is sucky. Like, the game is unplayable. I mean, we've seen that with Unity. That story was really good, but when it launched, it was unplayable for a lot of people, and they just couldn't get through it. Some people never got into it, though a lot of people just gave up on a lot of Assassin's Creeds for a lot of reasons, and one of those included gameplay. Oh, it's the same thing over and over again. Yeah, it's the same mechanics. You you expect them to completely overhaul it and make it a new franchise, every new genre every time? You can't do that to anybody. Call of Duty is still one of the biggest shooters of all time. Or the biggest shooter of all time. That doesn't change. Aesthetics. Which guns you use. Um, tinkering with the movement system. Like making the stupid jetpacks in Advanced Warfare. I mean, that's it. It's, just, it's, the, same, it's the same thing. You, you get into a room, you shoot someone. <laughs> you, you snipe someone. You, you corner camp. You prone her all over the place. Like it, Or you boost around with... Um, with a shotgun and, and, and blast people apart. As soon as you lay eyes on them and hit fire the chest and boom, they're dead. Gameplay is what's important for a lot of these games nowadays. And if it's story driven, well then yeah, story has to matter. But Ghost of Tsushima did it both. They did story and gameplay fantastic. So though that game, you'll never top that game for me in a while. So Watch Dogs, I'd have to say two. Um, story would be one gameplay two so because of that I'm saying two if you had to choose one or the other um, honestly Ubi boy here I will say both <laughs> get both play both they're both phenomenal they're, they're just the best games ever so on to Splinter Cell it has been a long time since I played one uh, first one launching initially on Xbox back in 2002, which is a very, very long um, time ago in terms of games. 18 years, that is a very big gap. The last one being right after I graduated high school in 2013, which is Blacklist. That is a very long break in games. And for us not to have anything Assassin's, I mean, uh, Splinter Cell related in such a long time, it's, it is kind of heartbreaking. I mean, how long can we go before they actually give us another one? Probably a very long freaking time because they've talked about maybe giving us another one. But the possibility of that is it's getting slimmer and slimmer by the minute because there's nothing. I mean, shit, you'd think they would have said something like, oh, hey, you know, yeah, we will eventually be bringing you another one of these. Great. When? I mean, fuck. 
man. How long do we got to wait for this? So I had a hard time. I did look at these at one point. I had a hard time to try and decide between one Pandora tomorrow, chaos theory, double agent conviction and blacklist, which one I like the most. I, I want to say that I loved Con blacklist the most because it to me was like a very refined experience story I would say conviction and if I'm not mistaken conviction is when we had the president he was being hunted and Sam had to save him possibly I think I'm right about that think so yes yes grim and sam must have evolved with the alarming yeah okay so i was right um it was against the president so conviction story-wise was great i think that story was absolute top tier and out of all of them that beats it because it was it, it really exploded the scale of environmental involvement from all the others like double agent was great for its story which is why i would consider it my second favorite because you had to be a rogue element going between America and a terrorist cell. Like, that was a wild gameplay. Um, but Conviction, oh, supreme. Gameplay, Blacklist was great. Um, if I had to go between the original three, because I think there was a big gap no, no, no. It was it was almost year to year for them. Uh, there was a gap between Double Agent and Conviction because they didn't know what to do with it, I think. There was a, there was a spell where they were kind of like on a hiatus with it. But to me, because I think it was Xbox only for the first one, Pandora Tomorrow, and Chaos Theory, I really loved Chaos Theory. I think Chaos Theory really refined the combat and the gameplay from the first one through Pandora Tomorrow. I don't really like Pandora Tomorrow. That one never really stuck to with me. I don't. I cannot remember for the life of me what two was even like worried about. Um, so out of all of them, even with the modern times gameplay from two thousand two all the way to Red developing in twenty thirteen, I'd have to say it would be Conviction, Double Agent, Blacklist, Chaos Theory, One, and Pandora Tomorrow. I just really loved Chaos Theory over one because I felt like, like I said I refined the experience from Pandora Tomorrow in the first one. But Conviction had a phenomenal story with how they scaled it up. Double Age was really cool because having to be stuck between a rock and a hard place with America and terrorists, but Blacklist was a modernized, refined gameplay experience that I loved playing that afterwards because you had these kinds of waves and things you had to sneak around and do your Sam Fisher thing in. That's cool. That was actually one of my favorite features of the game. I wish they had that in the old ones. But you know. Nothing. And I'm seeing from May 2009, the last report was from uh, Julian Garati? Garati? I'm sorry for butchering your name, sir. Um... <clears throat> 
He is the Ubisoft creative director and announced on social media page that the game is that a game is in development. In his statement, he said he had been working on a game with Ubisoft Montreal creative director Ramon Compost Oriala, again, sorry, and executive producer Dan Hay. I love simple names. Uh, however, Ubisoft later disputed this. So, uh, stating Ubisoft says Creative Joker was obviously joking when he announced a new Splinter Cell game. And this news report comes from May 2019. So, literally within the same month, it comes out that, okay, this was a joke. And he even tweeted out, okay, please don't retweet. I may be in trouble from his whole announcement. So, yeah. It seems like the entire concept of Splinter Cell is an I hate us, and there is no expectations of one coming out anytime soon, which is a very big disappointment. But, still exciting times, because we are getting not one, not two, but three new Ubisoft games. Um, so that excites the living hell out of me, because... I've wanted a new Far Cry. I've wanted a new Assassin's Creed. And damned if they don't give us a new Watch Dogs that looks honestly not great. <laughs> I'm not thrilled about the new style. Um, I'm not sure how I'm handling the concept of you don't have a character. You have a bunch of random people that you play. And they, I think they all come out this year. Uh, what is? Let me look at this list real quick. Uh, Assassin's Creed, no, they don't come out this year. Assassin's Creed 3, Assassin's Creed Valhalla comes out November 17th, the Cyberpunk following two days later. Far Cry 6 comes out with an actual date of February 18th, 2001. And I think Watch Dogs Legion is still up in the air on a release date. I am hoping... Sorry. I am hoping that that is uh, still to be the same. I think they really need to look at the mechanics that they're trying to implement with um no main character and everybody is playable meaning that you are dead sick and you just kind of control these people to do whatever and that's kind of like how the gameplay style is but i don't know if i really like that or if i can get into that like that's gonna that that might actually fuck with me and might make the game problematic for me to get into um Far Cry 6 looks really cool, really grounded. I love that they're saying, I'm hoping, praying that they stick to like a inner city area kind of aesthetic and uh, environment because we've never had that. I mean, imagine a Far Cry game at the scale that they provide now where a good chunk of the area you play in is a full city. Every building is enterable. Every room is enterable. Everything is like finely detailed and you get to play within buildings and fight within rooms and you get to like strafe left and right to like peek out of doors and stuff like they do in Siege, which would be a really nice element to implement. You own the game. Make sure you you use those resources that you have, Ubisoft. Don't let that shit go to the waste. <clears throat> and that would be really cool. Um, weapon crafting would be really neat because from the trailer, it looks like you have the opportunity to fight guerrilla warfare style and fight on the streets with against you know people and you're having to make your own melee weapons and that just looks really neat it looks like cuba 
Yeah, I think it was what they were going off of. It looked like Cuba, um, which makes sense. Like, the the dude looks a little bit like the, the proper skin tone. It, it looks like it would be Cuba. I first thought it was Cuba. And they're like, oh, no, it's just like it's a new country, not realistic. And I was like, you mean Cuba? You're going for Cuba. But we know it looks like Cuba. That looks really cool. Valhalla? I'll still play it. That that sounds like I'm saying it's not good. I don't know. I. It looks like it's not polished yet. From the gameplay that we were able to get get to us, um, it doesn't look like it's 100% refined yet. It still looks like it's in the works. And that's perfectly fine. These games aren't going to be fully fleshed out at the beginning of all of it, and that looks perfectly fine by me. I'm okay with that, honestly. It 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 still has time. Like, it's 8-16-2020. This game's out 11-17-2020. You've got three months, exactly, in a day, <clears throat> to refine that game to its purest, most perfected form. Gameplay-wise, you still need to do some tweaking. I've seen people ragdoll all over the place. I've seen hits that don't look perfect, which is now why I'm making sense of why Cyberpunk is upset with the melee impact on hits. Never mind. If you need time, fix your shit. Um, hits don't look like they're 100% registering on Valhalla. Like when you hit, it just it seems like you go right through. It doesn't seem like there's like any impact to the hits. It doesn't feel like, you know, meaty hits. It's like... I know old school games when you went to go beat people up your weapon would swing through them and then you just see like a hit marker on top like oh 20 damage no 24 damage oh 18 damage that was it that was your indicator you were actually hitting somebody so finish it up but going viking I don't know how many people I know that have been like dude a viking assassin creed would be sick I think it was after origins a lot of people are saying we could, we would so love a Viking Assassin's Creed game. And damned if we're not getting it, which is exactly what we asked for. I mean, you couldn't ask for a more perfectly timed, man, this would be kind of cool. Boom, there it is, coming out. 2020. And so that's why I'm really excited for that to be releasing. Um, if I'm looking at other franchises, Rainbow Six is all over the place. I never got into Siege. For Honor is its own thing. Anno, I don't really like those kinds of games. Um, that's too in-depth for me to like take the time for. The Crew, it's like they try to stretch out racing. Who knows? And then Trackmania. I love watching co content on Trackmania, so from a viewer perspective, that's really dope. Um, but as we speak, it looks like there are still some sales going on here and there with some of the games. So if any of y'all are interested in getting your hands on some Ubisoft games, um, some of them do look like they're on sale. It's like a random here and there. Uh, Uno's on sale, and I was talking to a buddy of mine about that. So I might have getting that. It's three bucks. Look at that. Steep is seven fifty. Steep is really good. I actually do approve of that game and its content. Um, that is a really cool experience. Um, the South Park games are ridiculous. Yeah, that that's it. So I've been playing Ubisoft games from from the gate, and I have to say that I do have a favorite company. 
and it's got to be Ubisoft. I'd say Bethesda, but they've been not doing that hot right now with the last couple they've done. I mean, four was was good, but compared to three, and then New Vegas, which was made by them, was okay. Uh, Seventy six is, is a shit. They have been milking Skyrim for nine nine years now. They really need to give us something else. Obsidian's catching up to them. They already did Space Fallout with um, Out of Worlds. And they're about to do their own Elder Scrolls Fantasy, which is avowed. So, Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed the podcast and my rantings about Ubisoft. Um, hopefully I'll stay off the topic for a while now that I've done almost 50 minutes of nothing but Ubisoft touting favorite fran- favorite company with my favorite franchises um but of course to this day mass effect is still my favorite game of all time my favorite game franchise of all time even though it's made by bioware who made coder which is also phenomenal and then they haven't really been doing that much else since they did a horrible job with andromeda i don't want to get into that topic so thank you all so much for listening i hope you all enjoyed and hopefully i'll be back onto a regular schedule of producing these on sundays and getting them out to you for monday Thank you all so much for watching. Have a great day. Bye.